hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. We are the Morning Jam. Well, good morning, guys. Welcome to Wednesday. You know, it's kind of a toss-up as to what we would use to open the show today. Uh, We knew it needed to be sugar-related, though, thanks to uh, our own Trey Lyle. Yeah, now I really do need those uh, (laughs) Powerball numbers from from the folks. Yeah, you got to pay for a board. (laughs) It got saved. So Barely. It was either this one or the cleanup song that you were playing for I know, me earlier. I thought, I thought the Barney cleanup song, clean up. Clean yeah, everywhere. Everybody, everywhere. Shout out to Phil. He did do a good job cleaning he it up. He did. He was cleaning up a lot yesterday. So good job, Phil. We appreciate you. And today you have your sippy cup. So that's a good thing. And it's far, far away from the board. Wonderful. I love it. Today is a new day, friends. A new day. Here's your thought of the day for this Wednesday. The successful warrior is the average man that has laser-like focus. Remember that, friend. Remember that. I needed laser-like focus yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Our text number is 434-248-0704. We give you that because we want to ease you into your morning with a, a little bit of Mind Jam trivia. Now, our trivia question today is about a deviled food. The first known print of this deviled food appeared in 1786. It's still very popular today. We want to know what food are we talking about? 434-248-0704. Until yesterday, I had no idea there were quite so many deviled foods around for so very long. Uh, all I can think of is deviled eggs. Well, that's, that is one. Of them. That is one. What else is there? Devil's food cake. There's deviled ham. There's, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But this one had to be around the 1700s. So, anyway, that was the first time it was in, in print. So, we'll have that answer coming up in just a little bit. On this day in history in 1898, cheerleading begins in the United States as Johnny Campbell Leads the crowd, cheering on the football team at the University of Minnesota. They are all dudes. All of them. So, not a girl in sight. There go you go. Gophers. Sky uh, Yuma, row the boat. I just, I didn't know that cheerleading was started by guys. I just assumed it was a girl thing. But it was not. Maybe guys who couldn't make the football team, they just... Learn something new every day. If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Or right? a sports broadcaster, like oh, me. Ah. 1983... This single is released worldwide by Michael Jackson. Well, maybe. Is it? Is it released on this day? Yeah, we'll see. Stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse shell. Isn't this late? Why would he release it after Halloween? <laughs> I, I think it didn't matter when he released it. I know, it was a huge hit. Either way, and uh, and it kind of brought, um, you know, Vincent back into the fray, for sure. In 1993, Rudy Giuliani wins the New York mayoral election. He becomes the first Republican mayor since 1965. That was a, a really big win 
uh, for him. I saw him on a Seinfeld episode this week. Very funny. He was he was good. He was making a comment about um, the yogurt, the fat-free yogurt. It was that episode. Birthdays today. If you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you from all of us. You share it with the lovely Stephanie Powers from Heart to Heart. She is turning 80 years old today. I love that show. And I thought she was so pretty because she was. And now she's 80 and she still looks pretty great, I must say. Uh, Also having a birthday today is one of our friends. I don't know if he's your favorite friend, but he is certainly a popular one. That's for sure. Uh, David Schwimmer is having a birthday today. It was hard to find my favorite Ross moment, but I think this is it. Probably. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. Hold, please. Um, I can recreate it if you need to. I don't know where it is. It's not on there. Huh. Okay. Well, it was the it was the moment where he We were on a break. Oh wow, that was really loud. Yes, it was the we were on a break one. He is turning 56 years old today, David Schwimmer. And then Katie Lang is also having a birthday today. She turns 61. talented lady having a birthday today turning 61 if it's your birthday i hope you're gonna have a great one and make the most of it um all right our mind jam trivia is this the first known print of this deviled food it's still very popular today shows up in 1786 we want to know which one that would be and you all have guessed pretty much all of them even some that I didn't. Yeah, devil, deviled ham, that's one. Devil's food, deviled eggs. Yep, one of those is correct. We'll uh, we'll let you know which one uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Also, a little bit later on today, we're going to be talking with Senator Amanda Chase. That's going to be about, about 745. We're uh, going to be talking with her, looking forward to having that conversation. I uh, did an event with her on Saturday and, uh, and enjoyed that very much. But we're going to be talking with her a little bit later on. Also, uh, we're going to have some some folks on uh, about this, uh, the uh, freedom event that's coming up at Liberty University. And we're going to be talking uh, to them about that in the eight o'clock hour. So a lot of interviews coming up this morning and a lot of things to talk about. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about a real clear politics poll that has come out that I think is going to shake things up a little bit. They have upped the Senate projection 53 to 54. New Hampshire is now red. Uh, They are projecting the Senate seats fall 54 to 46 in favor of the Republicans. And they are saying Nevada, uh, Georgia, Arizona, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, all going to go red. So that's going to make some folks see red for sure. It's not going to go over very well, but we'll uh, we'll have more on that. Um, Stacey Abrams, she is just messing it all up. So we'll have some uh, we'll have some 
sound on that. Also, Fetterman, he did an interview yesterday that was just an absolute chaotic mess. And they are wasting no time with this whole Pelosi thing. We're getting more interviews from like neighbors and that type thing in there talking about how mentally ill this guy was and how the whole family was so messed up, drug addled, all of that. And the um, Dems are out in full force saying, oh, this is just your average Republican at work. This is how they this is how they go. He knew what he was doing. Um, It's pretty disgusting the way they're uh, going about it. So we'll have some of that uh, coming up a little bit. We actually have an interview with the the neighbors uh, of the the man who attacked Paul Pelosi. And um, he is being held without bond, thank goodness. Many are saying if that had been just an average person, would that be the case? Or would he be back out on the streets again? A fair question, I would say. So uh, we'll have all that ahead. And we'll have your answer to, uh, to the Mind Jam trivia. All that is coming up this morning on The Morning Jam. definition of the word jam to pack something tightly a machine seizing or becoming stuck a sweet preserve made from fruit a common sense radio talk show the morning jam before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam So our Mind Jam trivia today is talking about uh, a deviled food that first appeared in print in 1786, and it's still very popular today. And we wanted to know what food we're talking about. Today is National Deviled Egg Day. It was deviled eggs. It was deviled eggs. Do you like deviled eggs? I love them. I mm. know. every Because everybody's like, oh, deviled eggs, they're stinky, but they're the first thing that disappears. Honestly, when I was littler, I never did it, and then I just happened to try one one day. And Accidentally, then, and then it was all over. It was like, boom, okay, yep. <laughs> my uh, my daughter-in-law was like, normally I only eat like two le- eggs unless they're deviled, and then I can eat 48. You, so. <laughs> can, can, you can put some down. I will tell you, the, the angriest I've ever been at my nephew was when... Uh, we were doing a, it was a big picnic that we were doing, and he fed deviled eggs to one of the dogs. For, first of all, that's a lot of work and you're in of deliciousness, and you're feeding it to your dog. Them's fighting words right there. So 
I don't think he'll be doing that again. Probably not. So the answer was uh, deviled eggs. Apparently anything that had any amount of spice in it back in the day, especially in the 1700s, they called it deviled. Like somehow, shouldn't it be called angel because they're so delicious? Probably. That's probably what they should be called. But anyway. Maybe it's like an oxymoron. Isn't that where something sounds one way and means the opposite or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gone... I wasn't really good in English. (laughs) Not really sure. So a couple of fun stories that uh, we'll be taking a look at today. Uh, A new mom has won the Ironman Championship, the first American to win in over 25 years. She completed her second ever Ironman race, taking home uh, championship gold. And she's 34 years old. Uh, She's a new mom. And just 18 months after giving birth to her daughter, the professional triathlete won the Ironman World Championship. I mean, that's impressive. She had to swim 2.4 miles, 112-mile bike ride, and then a 26.2-mile run. You go, girl. You are pretty amazing. That's, that's pretty cool. 18 months after she had a baby. That's crazy. I love it. Uh, so we said earlier, um, there's going to be a lot of folks celebrating. Some folks maybe not so much as there uh, are some new reports coming out about, uh, it's from Real Politics, uh, saying that the Senate is projected, uh, the seats are projected now to fall 54 to 46 in the GOP favor, even though they're pulling out uh, President uh, Obama They're getting him out on the campaign trail. Uh, They are thinking Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, New Hampshire, and and, and Pennsylvania all going to fall to the GOP. Uh, Georgia sheriffs supporting Governor Brian Kemp are very angry with Stacey Abrams, uh, as she called them good old boys who target African-Americans and think the media's uh, demonization of law enforcement Uh, played a role in her comments. The uh, Democrat, Abrams, challenging Kemp, uh, retorted to him, touting his sheriff endorsement on Sunday night by declaring, I'm not a member of the good old boys club. So no, I don't have 107 sheriffs who want to to, uh, be able to take black people off the streets who uh, want to go about without any accountability. That was... That was a bold comment, for sure. Um, The Jackson County Sheriff, Janice Magnum, the second elected female sheriff in state history, said that she found the comments disgusting and was just indicative about how little Abrams cares about law enforcement. I don't care as a sheriff what color your skin is. We take an oath to serve and protect, and that's what we do every day. It was an insult to the uh, governor's sheriff's office, uh, she said. And um, I've been in this business 36 years. I've never done anything to tarnish my badge. My fellow sheriffs are good people. And I was just disgusted to hear what she had to say. She is falling behind, not doing well in the polls. So that that direction that she's going in isn't working. The abortion direction they're going in, that doesn't seem to be working as well. Um, the <clears throat> Democrats... 
are having to defend home territory. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they're even setting sights on Biden's House dis- districts. Um, that's not looking particularly good either. Uh, but here's the thing. I hope people are not going to become just kind of lazy and think that, you know, this thing is wrapped up. It, it's not. You've got to keep on keeping on uh, for as long as you can. you got to make sure you get out there. Make sure you vote. Uh, do everything you can. Watch the polls. Uh, volunteer if you're able to do that and uh, and and just make sure it, everything's just as legitimate as it can possibly be because one thing that we don't want is we don't want this thing dragging on for months and months and months with people saying like Abrams did last time that it wasn't legitimate and things were stolen um, so hopefully we're not going to have any of that. Our toll-free number is 866-916-3776, 866-916-3776. Keep that handy today. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've got several guests coming in. Amanda Chase is going to be joining us about 745, and uh, then we're also going to have a guest in for the uh, Stand for Freedom event that's coming up at Liberty University. Uh, that's going to be coming up this uh, this week, so November fourth and fifth that will be taking place at liberty university so if you haven't got your tickets yet you can still do that if you want to find out more about that event you can go to standingforfreedom.com and you can find out more uh, that way so do check that out we're going to be talking with them a little bit later on i also talked with patrick earl uh, yesterday who is running for city council he got some blood pumping last week with uh, some of our listeners he's going to be back on friday and will be joining us in the eight o'clock hour on friday if there's a specific question you have for him that you would like uh, us to ask you can text that to us 434-248-0704 as we're preparing for that interview coming up on friday at eight o'clock so uh, that's going to be coming up then Uh, white house is vowing action on gun violence In the uh, uh, late-night statement, the White House press secretary, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said Americans have been scarred by recent gun violence. Uh, This was late last night. Uh, She made an announcement saying President Biden would do everything within his power to reduce U.S. gun violence, emphasizing that thoughts and prayers alone do not resolve the issue. Uh, In a statement, She said Americans have been scarred by the devastating impacts. She cited several instances of gun violence that made news headlines in the last couple of days, including a gunman shooting two uh, Newark, New Jersey police officers from the roof of a building, uh, rap artist Takeoff being killed in a shooting in Houston, and 14 people being shot and injured in Chicago. That included some small children. We talked about that yesterday. These are only the shootings that made the headlines, she said. In other cases, we may not know the names of the victims, but we equally mourn their families and communities. Our deepest condolences are with the families of each and every one. Press Secretary explained that thoughts and prayers aren't enough to curb gun violence and that Biden will call on Congress to tighten those gun laws. That's what they come out with every time. Uh, They never waste a moment to try to to do a gun grab and that seems to be where we are even though some of the most violent things we've seen lately and some of the main headlines have had absolutely nothing to do with guns and everything to do with mental illness the paul pelosi story 
for example. Um, we're going to have some sound with that uh, coming up in the next half hour where the neighbors are like, this guy is not right. This doesn't surprise us at all. Uh, he is not well. That whole family, I think the, the lady used the term, they are birds of a feather um, because they're all just kind of off their rocker, do drugs, that kind of thing. Um, no guns used with that at all. Went in with hammers. I think a couple of hammers, actually. So no ad- addressing of the mental health illness. None of that. We're immediately going to to the gun thing. So uh, we'll talk about that in, in just a little bit. Also, coming up, we have got our friends from WDBJ7. Kimberly McBroom has some headlines for us, uh, including a man arrested in connection uh, with uh, a murder at the Danville Mall that took place over the weekend. Uh, doctors are saying flu season is here it's here early and it is uh yeah it's pretty pretty intense already and then of course the uh, god forbid documentary on hulu that launched yesterday a lot of people are talking about that particular uh show that uh went up on hulu yesterday Thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Got your forecast coming up as well here on the Morning Jam on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Skies are mostly cloudy today. Highs at 68 degrees. Decreasing clouds overnight will drop to the upper 40s. Mostly sunny conditions expected by the afternoon. Thursday, we'll get into the upper 60s for highs. Lows at 45 Thursday night. And on Friday, I'm expecting partly to mostly sunny skies. Just a little bit warmer, too, with highs near 70 degrees. Currently 50 degrees in Roanoke, 50 in Danville and Salem, 51 in Bedford, 47 in Lynchburg, 48 in Amherst, and 49 in Appomattox. Your uh, weather sponsor today is Twice and for All, where they're currently having their November to Remember sale. You can save 20% off store-wide, and don't forget they have uh, Twice Records there, the most amazing collection of vinyl albums and 45s in the area. Lynchburg City Council member Randy Nelson has announced that he will be resigning. Nelson made this announcement during the work session yesterday. He says he wants a non-incumbent to fill his seat. He added that this person needs more training to handle the city budget starting January of 2023. He said that this will take effect at noon on November the 7th. Wow. So like not even a two-week notice. That's, that's pretty quick there. I'm a little surprised by that. So who will place him? Like, how does that work? As uh, someone who is not familiar with how Lynchburg well, City Council Well, I think works. he's wanting a, a, an incumbent that with some experience to, to take over his positions. I'm not exactly sure how that will work. We'll have to... We'll have to see if we can find out. I don't think anybody was expecting this one for sure. With the holiday season around the corner, inflation is still on the rise, and shoppers are starting to make those shopping lists. 
A new poll shows shoppers are expected to spend about $507 on gifts, up slightly compared to last year. And with high prices, they're recalculating how much they can spend with many expressing they plan on purchasing fewer gifts. According to the National Retail Federation, more people plan on shopping now in November to expand that shopping budget. And uh, some tips from the Better Business Bureau about how to shop without going over budget. They suggest limiting how much you can spend per person. That's what I do. Uh, They say, be honest while making that list and ask yourself, can you still afford this gift after your own financial needs are met? They say, plan on buying fewer gifts and stay on budget. Check prices, comparison, shop. And the trend for this year is shopping at budget-friendly stores and Uh, the vintage shopping, which we've been talking about with Twice and for All. Uh, Track your spending, even the materials you're using to wrap. If possible, create a special savings account that will keep you on task or spend cash. Have two accounts, one where the money goes uh, in there that you never see it and never touch it. That's why rainy day emergency type funds uh, that you have where you put a little bit away to save for the holidays or, or to save for a trip can be helpful. I saw where a friend yesterday was uh had just cashed in their their christmas club i didn't even know people did that anymore but uh, i guess that's a good idea if you're really looking to stay on budget another tip to keep in mind is to keep an eye out for big sales that are coming up uh several companies are already offering uh deals and early opportunities to buy the national Retail Federation says 62% of people will do everything they can to get holiday gifts for their loved ones, and that includes cutting back on other areas. I also encourage you to have a conversation with your family so that everybody knows we're all in the same boat here. So uh, you don't have to go out of your way to to purchase a lot. You're not in that place yet. No, I know, but I haven't. I I, uh, I will say. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond yesterday, which I don't normally do, but it's closing in Lynchburg, and I did call my mom to see if she wanted anything, because I figured it's all on sale, so I might see if she... She said no, So, but she did tell me what she wanted for Christmas, so I think I can uh, I can afford that, okay. what she said. She said a couple of things, so I can... All right. But I think I know what I'll get her. Well, it's good so. to have those conversations. Uh, young hero from Appomattox made a national debut yesterday, 12-year-old Alicia Canada saved her family from a house fire a couple of weeks ago. We talked about that here on the Morning Jam. Uh, And the uh, local ABC affiliate put the family in touch with the Jennifer Hudson show because of the girl's heroic efforts. And Alicia and her mother were featured on the show. And um, apparently it was quite the experience. It was one that the mother and daughter from Mathematics will cherish. Uh, said it was a beautiful experience. Alicia said, now I'm a celebrity. The Jennifer Hudson Show flew Alicia and her mother to L.A. to meet Hudson, which is something Patterson never dreamed of. Uh, she said her initial reaction was, what in the world? Uh, when she even got contacted, she wasn't even sure it was real. Uh, she said that Alicia immediately called her best friends, and they shared uh, on the national show how Alicia alerted her family to the fire in their home two weeks ago, allowing everyone to make it out safely. For her quick thinking, uh, the family received a huge surprise. Hudson presented them with a $10,000 check to help them recover from the tragedy. And Patterson said that that puts them one step closer to having their own home again. Uh, She said a child wants to be at home. They do to know that 
really pushed us much closer. It's an amazing feeling. She said that going to L.A. and being on the show was a very special mother-daughter experience. So you can go back and watch the show. I didn't. I personally didn't know Jennifer Hudson had it. It feels like Talk everyone show. has one. I know. It does feel a little bit like that. Or at least they have them for one season. And then, yeah. and then they end up going going in another direction there. Our toll-free number is 866-916-3776. The Paul Pelosi story is everywhere, it seems like. Uh, we're trying to figure out more about this man who went in to the Pelosi home. Apparently, he was looking for Nancy Pelosi. Uh, the Democrats seem to be all over uh, just saying, oh, this is just typical, you know, Republican behavior. This is just what they do. Um, and on the five yesterday, they kind of r- broke down some of the rhetoric that's being put out there and actually had some information from the neighbors who lived close to the man who t- attacked Paul Pelosi. Here is a little bit from that story on the five uh, that was on yesterday. Paul Pelosi's attacker pleading not guilty in his first court hearing just moments ago. The judge ordering David DePath to be held without bail. The illegal immigrant broke into the home of Paul Pelosi and brutally assaulted him with a hammer last week. DePath is facing federal kidnapping and assault charges in addition to state charges that could land him behind bars for the next 50 years. That comes as we learn more disturbing details about the suspect, a former partner describing DePop as mentally ill for a long time, saying he was constantly paranoid and thought he was Jesus. And his neighbors think something was clearly wrong with the guy. Anything strange about him or anything that stood out? There's something strange about the whole household. <laughs> the entire household is very, very strange. How about him? Um, uh, he is birds of a feather with uh, akin to them. So they are just, you know, nudist drug abusers and that's who gravitates toward them. And as Republicans condemn the violence, Democrats see it as an opportunity to play the blame game. The violent political rhetoric that is espoused by Republican leaders is inspiring violent political acts by individuals like this. It is a uniquely right-wing problem. This is a sickness, but it's not divorced from the Republican Party. There's too much violence, political violence. Too much hatred. Enough is enough is enough. So, Greg, the first thing that stands out to me about the breaking news is that the suspect is being held without bail. Yes. He's not being let out of jail so he can harm other people. Yeah, if, uh, if, you know, the suspect is getting the book thrown at him, and that's great, but it raises the question, if the victim wasn't Pelosi, would that book still be thrown at him if the victim were a student, a retiree, a police officer, a shopkeeper? And there might be even excuses to why that person... You know, that, let's remand him to his bus with an ankle monitor. That's what they would have done if this mm-hmm. was just somebody else. So uh, my question is, do you think that's true? Do you think if this had just been an average, everyday person, would it even make the headlines? Probably not. Um, I just think it's disgusting that they're out there saying, oh, this is a real problem. But, you know, you can't separate it from the GOP. And it, it definitely has. It's crazy. And I also didn't get the whole, um, he's a nudist and a drug user. I'm not sure how the nudity and the, the other, I don't think you have to be crazy to be a nudist. I mean, I, I couldn't do it, but there are people out there who embrace that kind of lifestyle, I guess. I don't know. Really like to live free. Uh, yeah, really like to live free. 
It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Be sure to call them and get that turkey or ham ordered for the holidays. They're taking those orders right now. You can call and ask to speak with Todd Ramsey directly, and uh, he'll make sure that you're taken care of. Uh, so today I'm, I'm doing a recipe that is very fall-like. I made it for my Mark over the weekend, and he absolutely loved it. I think you'll enjoy it as well. I like doing a lot of uh, stuffed uh, squash, like butternut, um, acorn squash. This will work for, for any of those. Uh, the acorn squash in particular is really, really delicious. Uh, you can start, de- depending on how many of you you are, this is a, a serving for six people, but you can cut it back um, if you're just making it for two people. You just need the one uh, acorn squash and you and then you'll stuff it accordingly. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this recipe is because at FNL, they grind and mix their own sausages there and they are so delicious and perfect for this particular recipe. Now you're going to start by preparing uh, the squash. You're going to Preheat your oven to 425 and line a bake sheet with parchment paper. Then you're going to cut your squash of choice open, uh, scoop out the seeds, and you're going to create a bowl. And then uh, I like to brush it with either coconut oil or uh, olive oil, and I sprinkle it lightly with a little bit of sea salt. Then you're going to put it face down on that prepared sheet and roast it for about 25 to 30 minutes until the top of the squash feels like it's giving way. Uh, Roasting time will vary depending on the size of the squash. Uh, You can remove it, check it. Uh, It's going to feel almost like a sweet potato, like a baked sweet potato, but by the time it's going to be where you want it to be. Now, while that squash is roasting, you're going to prepare your stuffing. Uh, Heat a large skillet over medium-high heat. Uh, Put in a little bit of your olive oil. Add in that sausage. Break up any lumps and make sure it gets evenly browned. Then remove it from the plate and you're going to add in your onions, your celery. You can put in some mushrooms in there. Uh, and then you're going to cook it until it's soft. Add a little bit of garlic, uh, but you don't want to burn that. So don't don't cook it for too long. Then you're going to add in some, uh, some apples. I like to use a Golden Delicious apple, but you can use uh, Pink Lady. That's a great apple for cooking. You're going to put in a tablespoon of fresh minced sage leaves fresh rosemary leaves minced and fresh thyme leaves and that makes it really delicious then you put in a third of a cup of raisins or dried cranberries if you like a a little tartness to it put in your dried cranberries and then uh, finish up that filling and stuff that and then you're going to brown it at the very end sometimes i'll put a little bit of uh of breadcrumbs on the top and toast that before you serve it up. I mean, it's a complete meal all together. It's really quite good for you, and I think you'll enjoy it. It's also uh, paleo-friendly if you're into that kind of thing. Check out the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. 
I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save on family pack ground beef, $2.98 a pound and ground fresh. Bottom round roast are $4.98 a pound. Whole boneless ribeye sliced for free are $6.98 a pound. Save on family pack pork chops, $2.79 a pound. And family pack pork ribs are $1.59 a pound. Be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. We are the Morning Jam. Well, it is an appropriate song going into this next story out of Newport News because as a parent, I could not go for that. Uh, Schools across America, including the Commonwealth, are always encouraging students to say something if they see something unusual. Many times kids won't do that because they don't want to get in trouble or they don't want to, you know, cause issues with uh, among their friends. Uh, a high school student said she did exactly what they told her to do and then she was reprimanded. Let me tell you more. Uh, the student who did not want to be named said it all started on the bus ride to school last Thursday when another student was seen with a box cutter in their hand. Uh, She said, as he ran off the bus, he handed it to her. I immediately went to the teacher and told her what happened. The student's father said that his daughter suffered consequences for trying to maintain safety in the school. He said, I went to pick her up, and once we were on the road, I told her that they were going to suspend her for five days. The student's dad said he was told that he could appeal the decision. After he did so, he told the local News 3 there in Newport News that the school told him they would knock three days off her suspension. The student's father still argued that his daughter was being punished for doing the right thing. To make matters worse, it's finals week. Before this incident, the student's father said his child excelled in school, had always had big dreams of reaching new heights. She has aspirations to be one of the youngest fighter pilots in Air Force history. She's going to be applying to the Air Force Academy. Um, I have no doubt she'll get in, but with this happening, it brings into question, the father said. For your junior and senior year, you can't have a discipline record. Her dad said what's written on her record is only half the story. The paperwork that they gave states that she brought a weapon into the school, and that's all it says. Looking back, the student and her family said they're not sure what she would have done to keep this mark off her record, whether that was leaving the box cutter on the bus, that wouldn't be safe, or discarding it at the school. 866-916-3776. What do you think the school should have done? With this incident, this kid's going to have a a mark on her record 
because somebody handed her a box cutter and then she took it and did what she was supposed to do. Uh, On Friday, the school district responded with a statement. This is what the statement says. All students are expected to follow Newport News Public Schools Student Code of Conduct and keep each other and their school environment safe and secure. Isn't that what she did? An administrator from the school has been in contact with the student's parents. They will continue to work together to support the student. Mm, No. They need to clean that up right now. That needs to be a race. and And if it's not a race, then they need to threaten to sue them. Because that's ridiculous. That's I, I don't know how we got to a place to where a kid who goes and does the right thing is going to get written up and suspended for five days. And yet, in these other districts, not too far from Newport News, girls get attacked in the bathroom. They slap that kid on the wrist, send him to another school. He attacks another student. And then this girl's got something on her record. That's pretty ridiculous. Not cool. Uh, Governor Yunkin getting some criticism for the comments he made about Pelosi. He uh, faced some criticism online for comments that he made over the weekend. He was in Stafford speaking to a GOP crowd about uh, the attack. He referenced the attack on the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Of course, at that time, it was probably pretty young uh, into the end of the story. That would have been Friday, I guess. Uh, Youngkin said there's no room for violence anywhere. We're going to send Nancy Pelosi back to be with him in California. So apparently they they took that to mean, I guess, violence. Do you think that's what, you know? He just said there was no room for violence. All he said was, we're going to send Nancy home. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But they're going to, you know, take any opportunity they can i guess to stir things up there a maryland couple is saying that some strangers have moved into the home that they just bought and is refusing to leave they had just signed a contract with a bank when the wife drove by the home on thursday and saw people moving in with a u-haul truck parked in the driveway they were uh, in the residence they refused to leave Local realtor said that the wife panicked a little and called him and said, what is going on? It seems as though someone has totally taken possession of the property, she said. The local TV station reported two men were in the home with signs having been put up urging people to stay away. We have an agreed ratified contract with the bank, said the realtor, adding that the home was previously vacant and foreclosed on. She said when the new owners spoke to the men moving in, they were shown what the men claimed was a lease for the home. The couple then alerted the police. Once the police were on site, they took a look at the lease, and it was not accurate. It was not correct, the realtor said. The outlet reported they attempted to speak to the men in the house, and that they said an uncle called Quinn had the lease for the residence. They claimed not to know his last name and refused to answer further questions. They're still in the house. They're still in. It it could take, apparently, months, if not longer, to get them out of the house that they just bought. 
They're saying it's a civil matter under the sheriff's jurisdiction. And, you know, we're seeing this in a lot of places where people are coming in, squatting. They've got fake leases. Yeah, I'm thinking of an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with this. I don't know. You probably have not seen that show. I've I've seen it. I'm not I'm okay. I'm not a regular watcher of it, but I think it's they're, they did something scary episodes similar to like this with like squatters in a house and stuff. I mean like I've that. I've heard of this. I've seen this, uh, but I can't imagine buying a a new home, and you've got squatters that have just moved into the house, and you can't go in, and they're waving a, a piece of paper, and heaven knows what they're doing to the house. It would not be a fun time to be a realtor, I don't think. We've got uh, on the way from the Roanoke News Desk, Bill Trefero is going to be coming up with some local news for you. We've also got CBS News at the top of the hour. And then next hour, Senator Amanda Chase will join us. Looking forward to that here on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose, and thanks for listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network.